You are listening to The Riding, NFL DFS podcast with Pat James. Welcome, everybody, to the Week 16 review edition of the Ride in DFS and Betting podcast. Two things. If you are also a golf better, golf DFS player, golf fan, those podcasts will strike up fairly soon. I'm going to um, try to figure out how to record. I mean, I'm guessing you just have to record audio from your desktop. But I'm going to try to figure out how to record spaces. So I think the podcast going forward is always going to be a space, starting with golf. And then I'll post it to iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. But it'll originate as a live show on Twitter. Seems like that would be the best way to grow followers, that type of thing. But anyway, keep an eye out for that. I'm not 100% sure which one I'm going to start with, which tournament I'm going to start with. Normally it was, uh, I don't know which one I've, I've started with in the past. I think Pebble Beach, but we'll see if we can start before that. Um, I don't have as big of a writing workload going into January as I normally do because I think my article for 4 for 4 ends in the regular season and I don't know fantasy points has any single game stuff planned for the playoffs. So I might be done as of the regular season in terms of, you know, weekday article writing type stuff. All right, anyway, on to week 16 and the lesson learned. Uh, so it was one of my best weeks to date. I had I won 96% of head-to-heads. Here is, well, before I get into the team, I will have to say that I got about I got three DMs before 2 p.m. asking how I landed on TJ Hawkinson in cash. Because, I and I know, I said, um, you know, during the live stream, during the podcast, I said that my preference and what I will try my hardest to do is to pay down at tight end. Because I didn't think that... Um, Paying up was the right option, given how many studs there were on the slate. So my team was this, and then I'll get into what happened in terms of paying up for a tight end. Uh, Gardner Minshew at quarterback, really solid day, 28.7 DraftKings points. Um, and we knew that, right? He was 50% owned. He, he let you do everything you wanted pretty much in your lineup. He was pretty much a must. For me, Derrick Henry at 22.6 um, was a classic Derrick Henry, like 80 yards and a touchdown at the end of the first quarter and did not end up smashing. Ramondre Stevenson had a terrible game and I chose him over Dalvin Cook, who didn't have much better of a game. So that I, I was saved there that Dalvin Cook didn't have a game. I think you, you heard it in my tone. I was not into Dalvin Cook this week. I think that one game last week just put everybody's rose-colored glasses on for Dalvin Cook. He's been very inconsistent. Um, they've been throwing the ball a ton. So I don't think that Cook... I didn't think Cook was this amazing play last week. I did not play him. 
um, at wide receiver. Juju Smith-Schuster at 5.7 was a not a very good play. They, you know, the, the Chiefs, and that's the thing with the Chiefs, right? So Juju had caught like 20 passes the previous two weeks combined, and they just went in the opposite direction this week, right? Kadarius Tony was catching passes. Kelsey had a big game. Jared McKinnon caught a touchdown pass. They just did not use Juju. That is the one downfall of the Chiefs. They have so many weapons from week to week. You don't know um, who's going to go off. Here's where my lineup succeeded, though. Jahan Dotson was my favorite pay down wide receiver. I thought the game script there was going to be good. And I, you know, just from watching the Commanders games the last few weeks, he is, and whether Heineke threw to him or not, he's always looking for Jahan Dotson. Um, and I feel like he's, I kind of, I, I tried to make this clear on the podcast. He's their wide receiver too, not Curtis Samuel. Um, I feel like he's even somewhat pulled even with Terry McLaurin in terms of them wanting to go to him. Whether the ball comes out of the hand and counts as a target is a different thing, but I really thought Jahan Dotson was a great play on this slate. He was only 13% owned in the $50 double up. Next is Richie James, another $3,900 dollar receiver um I got to Richie James like Richie James did well right 17 points I think he was like eight for 90 great great day from a $3,900 receiver I just needed I I wanted a piece of that Giants Vikings game which is why I landed on Richie James TJ Hawkinson um so TJ Hawkinson was in my cash lineup despite the fact that two hours earlier I said I did not want to play him um I said that he was a good play but that I thought the construction would be better with someone like Noah Fant or Jordan Akins. But I will explain why I landed on Hawkinson in a minute. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, 13.8. Just a weird day for McCaffrey, too. They did not throw him the ball. He only had two catches, um, which was weird. Saved his day with a rushing touchdown. And then the Eagles defense. I thought the Eagles defense was the best play on the slate in terms of defenses. Um, twenty two hundred. Are you kidding me? They they get after the quarterback, so immediately when Dak um threw the pick and Josh Sweat returned it, we were cooking. Um, it was a day where I won ninety six per ninety six percent of head to heads. It was a day where you know because I had Hawkinson in the early games, it was a no sweater, right? Like I think I placed like in the top 500 in like these 20,000 man double ups. Um, and the, you know, the little circle was to the right, the right of the right of the right, the entire day. It was, it was, and it was, that was, I was thankful that that was the case on Christmas day because, or I'm sorry, Christmas Eve day, we had a ton of stuff going on. Last thing I wanted to do was be miserable. I didn't, I mean, I watched the games, especially once family came over at night. Um, we had the games on and stuff. We were talking and, you know, crazy uncle jerry is saying random shit about tom brady that you know he's just making up off the top of his head those type of conversations but the games were on and so i watched those i didn't watch a ton of the uh the middle game because uh, that's when we were like um getting stuff ready that type of stuff but just glad that it didn't ruin my day so, like I said, I got three separate DMs before 2 o'clock. And I think what happened was they saw, you know, you know, a listener or whatever, a few listeners searched my lineup in one of the, the, the double-ups 
found that I had TJ Hawkinson, I get this a lot, you know, like uh, at like 105, someone looks up my lineup and, and will DM me and ask me like, oh, how did you land on this? How did you land on that? So three separate times before two o'clock, I got a DM in, in a roundabout way saying, how did we land on Hawkinson in cash? I thought that you would rather Noah Fant or Jordan Aikens. So if you if you go back a few episodes, I laid out my cash game process. I have five, six, seven guys usually that I know I'm playing. And it usually comes down to a 2v2 or a 3v3. Um, I was trying my hardest to get Noah Fant in. Uh, what it was usually landing on was Noah Fant and DK Metcalf. And I wasn't sure I wanted that. Uh, it was actually like Noah Fant, DK Metcalf, and Noah Brown, I think. And the other 3v3 that I was working with was Juju Smith-Schuster, Richie James, and TJ Hawkinson. And I was putting it into the optimizer. Uh, I was putting like the five or six players that I had locked in already into the optimizer, and it kept giving me TJ Hawkinson. It kept giving me TJ Hawkinson. He was highly rated. John Paulson had him highly rated. Um, and I thought that the floor of DK, and then even if I didn't play DK, right? Like even if I went down to Jordan Aikens, so I was trying to do Jordan Aikens, the $600 from Fanta Aikens didn't even get you from DK to anybody worthwhile, right? Like I couldn't get up to Jefferson. I couldn't get up to um, whoever else I was trying to get up to or, or could have gotten up to, Stefan Diggs, whoever it was. The, the salaries just just weren't working, and I wasn't willing to change the other six players in my lineup. So I looked at it. I thought Juju and DK were fairly close, right? Like D, Juju had Juju was like ten for a hundred, nine for ninety the last two weeks. I thought Juju was a really good play, so I didn't think it was crazy to go off of DK down to Juju, and then that allowed me to go up to. TJ Hawkinson from Noah Fant. Noah Fant did fine, too. If you played Noah Fant, he had like three or four catches and a touchdown. Um, and then it also allowed me to get Richie James in there. The other big thing was I mentioned I didn't, I didn't want to exclude that Vikings-Giants game. I didn't have Dalvin Cook. I didn't have Saquon Barkley. I didn't have either quarterback. Didn't have Justin Jefferson. I wanted a piece of the highest-scoring game on the slate. Hawkinson and Richie James, a little bit of a secondary stack there. Got it. And believe me, when I hit the submit button at 12.57, I said to myself, I literally told everybody on the stream that I was going to do all I could to get down to Noah Fant and, and not have to play an expensive tight end. It was in the back of my mind that I, that I said that. Uh, it honestly was. But sometimes, and here's the lesson learned for this week's podcast, Sometimes the construction in your mind or what you think has to happen on a slate, it changes. <clears throat> and the overall construction really didn't change, right? I still played three high-priced running backs and a cheap wide receiver or and a cheap quarterback and multiple cheap receivers. It just so happened that I didn't pay up. Basically, the, the switch was I didn't pay up for a fourth stud in DK. I went down to Juju, who's a mid-tier wide receiver, and up to TJ Hawkinson, 
believe me, when I hit submit, I was like, this lineup's going to get smashed. It's going to get crushed because I did not think TJ Hawkinson was going to put up a 40 burger. He did. Sometimes you luck out like that. So we moved to 11, 4, and 1 after 16 weeks. It's gravy now. I can get absolutely just sliced and diced in the last two weeks, and I'll still end up with 11, 6, and 1 and a pretty sizable cash profit on the year. But the goal when you're 11, 4, and 1 is to finish 13, 4, and 1, and we'll get that done. I do want to take a look at my, I only made one because of the hecticness of the um, the holiday season. I only made one tournament lineup, put it in a few different tournaments. It was, might have been the worst tournament lineup I've made all year. Um, for as far right as my cash lineup was, like barely being beaten, I don't know if this lineup, it finished... Let's just see. <laughs> it finished 9,587 out of 9,803 in one of the big, in one of the like smaller ish tournaments, 10,000 man tournament. It was, let's see. I lost it here. Oh, here it is. Oh, no, that's not it. Here it is. It was Geno Smith, who I thought, you know, everybody was going to be on the Dallas and Philly game. Everyone was going to be on the Vikings and Giants game. So let's go, Geno. He obviously did not. Farewell. And you know, you guys know, like when I play a tournament team, the guys that just miss my cash roster, I usually play pretty heavily in tournaments because it's almost like a pseudo hedge. So Geno... I played DK Metcalf. I played Jarek McKinnings. I thought he was a really good play at running back, but I just did not get to him. I played Noah Fant. Um, I played a combo of Demarcus Robinson and Drake London. Those were two guys that I mentioned a bunch on the live stream that I liked. As a secondary stack, they actually turned out pretty well. Um, London had a big game, and, and Demarcus Robinson caught a touchdown despite that being his only catch of the day. Um, I also had J- Jamar Chase, didn't didn't make it happen, and the Cowboys defense, right? So I thought if everybody was playing Gardner Minshew, let me pivot to the Cowboys defense. They were only 11% owned in this specific tournament. They had four turnovers, which was not a bad day, but not a great lineup overall. The, the Seahawks stack didn't get there. Jamar Chase didn't get there. Ramondre stunk, um, and the secondary stack of... Robinson and London were okay, but they just didn't go off to win any type of tournament. All right, I'm on break, dude. Today's my daughter's birthday. It's Wednesday morning before she even wakes up, but um, going to go to a trampoline park, probably break an ankle or a wrist or something. So as soon as I get out of the emergency room, I will do some research for this coming slate, and I will get an early pot out to you. I guarantee it this week. I might even do it from the emer- live from the emergency room, a Twitter spaces from the emergency room with a broken wrist from the trampoline park. But, you know, being off this week, there's a ton of time. Uh, so we'll get to it. All right, see you guys.